0: this is the top agents playbook podcast episode 87 welcome to the top agents playbook podcast the very best tips tools and ideas from real estate's top performers now here's your host ray wood well hi everybody and welcome back to the show Over the last couple of weeks, I've been playing with the new Locked On and I have to say I'm impressed. I think my favourite feature is where I can take a name and number at my open home and Locked On automatically sends the open house visitor a short customised text message saying something like, Hi, John. Thanks for visiting my open house today. I just wanted to give you my contact info in case you have any questions regarding Ray or something like that. You can put in there whatever you want. You can program to say whatever you want whenever you want, as many times as you want. So, I think that's a pretty awesome feature. I also love the brand new drag and drop emailing template builder. It's a thing of beauty and will wow your clients with cutting edge graphics that look great on desktop, tablet, or mobile. So, To find out more, go to LockedOn.com. I'm on a mission to reach out and connect with agents looking to take things to the next level. So far this year, I've had the chance to work with some awesome men and women, and I've been able to help them tweak their personal marketing to position themselves as the real estate authority in their area. We've done this by doing things differently and turning the focus off the agent and on to their target market. There are way too many agents out there, but those that have a clear and compelling point of difference are getting noticed by the people that count. If you're interested in joining them, I'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is head over to raywood.net and use the confidential online form to tell me about your current goals and challenges. What are your best opportunities right now? What are some recent victories and what are the specific things holding you back? If I think we might be a match, I'll set up a time where we can chat one-on-one. This call is on the house and there's no obligation. I'm here to help you get the results that you're looking for. Before we get started on this week's interview, I'm reading a great book about fitness, money and wisdom. It's called Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. And I know many of my listeners love Tim's podcast and his first book, The 4-Hour Workweek. Tools of Titans is not a traditional book. It's a collection of short, but powerful ideas, strategies, and suggestions for life, love, and happiness from those that have been there. So you can grab it and reference anything, anytime. Let me read some highlights from the back of Tools of Titans so you know what to expect. Here we go, over the last two years, number one New York Times best-selling author Tim Ferriss has collected the routines and tools of world-class performers from around the globe. Now the distilled notebook of tips and tricks that helped him double his income, flexibility, happiness and more is available as Tools of Titans. Among hundreds of tactics, you'll learn how to optimise your mornings with Tony Robbins' priming routine. That's very cool. How to go on the offensive in your life like billionaire investor Chris Sacker. How Arnold Schwarzenegger uses psychological warfare and how he made his millions before movie stardom. How to overcome setbacks and failure like former Navy SEAL Jocko Willink. And how to push through fear and instill confidence like Jamie Foxx. I love this section by Malcolm Gladwell, how to ask questions like the best-selling author he is, how legendary music producer Rick Rubin uses saunas and tiny homework assignments, how to develop mental toughness with three practices from retired four-star general Stanley McChrystal, and how an early Google innovator found the secrets to happiness. There's a heap in this book, and there's a heap of stuff you'll like, so check it out. It's called Tools of Titans, and you can buy it from Amazon.com. Okay who am I? I earn two million dollars a year in GCI. I personally list up to 17 properties a month and sell up to 15. I run a Harcourts team at a Blacktown in Western Sydney Australia and I rarely work on the weekends. I made 4,000 contacts in my first three months in real estate and now have more than 15,000. My fee for service is more than three percent when my competition charges one or 1.5 if they can get it. So when I hear these numbers, I have to know more. Here's an agent who truly understands the importance of not only taking names, but providing exceptional nurture and follow up. Listen to how he leverages his software to reach out, connect and nurture his massive database. Listen as he explains his favorite and most productive contact method. That's very cool. And listen to how he builds and retains relationships, the software and systems he uses that put him in the top 1% of agents in the country. This guy inspires me because he's prepared to do whatever it takes and made the decision to set himself up early in his career, rather than the traditional method of slowly gaining contacts. Wherever you are in real estate and whatever you're doing, I'm sure you're going to get plenty of takeaway gold from this interview with Andrew Chrysanthu. Okay, let's do it. Well Andrew Chrysanthou, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. How are you doing?
1: great thanks and thanks for having me on
0: oh mate it's it's my pleasure actually aaron shiner suggested that i speak speak with you because he said you're doing some amazing numbers you're at uh, harcourts in blacktown in uh in sydney's west can you just tell me a little bit about um your numbers for the last say your last 12 months andrew listings and sales
1: my own personal numbers or the office numbers
0: uh let's go with yours
1: with mine uh, look, listing numbers. I originally list anywhere from fifteen to seventeen properties a month. Okay. So basically, um, one every second day I, I'm listing. But if you take into account that I don't do appointments on a um, on a Saturday or a Sunday, um, it almost ends up being close to one day.
0: Okay. Okay. And and what about in terms of sales volume, Andrew?
1: The sale volume. It can be anywhere from, let's say, 13 to 15 properties a month.
0: Okay. Okay. Wow. So this is what you're doing yourself. What's that, um, just to bring people up to speed with uh, Blacktown and your, and your average uh, commission, what would, that, what would that convert to for a year in, uh, in gross commission earned?
1: Uh, gross commissions earned as in per listing, or are you talking about uh, Overall. Overall. Overall, um, gross commissions are over $2 million. Okay,
0: okay, wow, all right. Tell me, can you tell me a little bit about how you're getting your results, maybe how long you've been selling real estate in Blacktown? Just give us a little bit of background.
1: I've been in the game, in the game now for over 15 years. Right. Started in 2003, um, so came from a hospitality background. Uh, and the one thing I did know getting into this game was all, it was all about people, Yep. or I quickly learnt it if I didn't know it. Uh, one, one great aspect is, is that I grew up in this area, uh, having uh, m- having moved to to the Blacktown region at approximately the age of 12. Uh, I built a lot of relationships, and I think that's the, the one great thing that I'm uh, doing is building and retaining relationships.
0: Right, right.
1: And um, that's led me where I am today.
0: Tell me a little bit about your process, Andrew, um, in relation to... When you're listing, for, for example, do you send in a pre-listing kit? Tell me about that and, and maybe your uh, listing presentation.
1: To, it's something that I used to do. It's been a while since I've sent it out and I know it's the wrong thing. Right. Um, however, I've found that um, I haven't needed to, to get it out there prior. Yep. Um, what and the, and the main reason for that is a lot of the clients that I'm going out to see, having been in the game since 2003, I made it a, a call that I'd actually – uh, make sure that I meet as many people on my database that I could. Right. So whether it's popping in for a quick visit and saying a quick hello or whether it's been from door knocking. And I found that people know me really well. I've built the relationships right from the word go. Yep. Um, you know, uh, when I got into the game in 2003, the, the one primarily primary primary object that I did so was um, I made sure that I – Cold called, door knocked, and got out there and met as many people as I could. Okay. And within the um, first three months of, of getting into the industry, I built in, uh, built over 4,000 contacts. Wow, wow.
0: In, in your and first how many the, um, months?
1: First three months. Wow, that's a lot of doors. So what? It, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of doors. It's a lot of cold calling, but what it also was was putting everyone that I knew in the area into the database as well. Yep. Um, the one disappointment that I did have starting my career was a cousin listed and sold a property with another agent because they didn't know that I was in the, I was in the industry. Okay, okay. And, you know, I made sure from that loss, you know, as much as it can be a disappointing aspect, um, one thing I took out of that was, well, if they don't know, you can't blame them. Yep. Right? Yep. If they don't know, they don't um, so know. So, I made sure. Yeah, exactly. So I made sure that everyone that I did know, and I just didn't take it for granted, and I trailed cousins, aunties, friends, everyone the same way as I trailed um, a normal client that had just come into contact with me.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, well, let's talk about your database. How many contacts do you have today? What system do you use? And and tell us a bit about that.
1: Now, in my database at this present moment, I've got over 15,000 contacts. Wow. I use the locked-on system. Okay. Uh, with Aaron Shiner, uh, what I do have, and I, my my systems have changed quite dramatically. Being the director of the office, uh, running a team of over 22 staff members, you know, having you know staff members in sales and staff members in property management, um, my times definitely changed, and 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 um, the way I, I run my business. As a director slash salesperson has changed compared to just being a salesperson working for someone else. Yep. Um, so the one thing that I've made sure that I've done is I've employed uh, whether you call them assistants or, or I call all my staff colleagues. Um, I've got assistants under my belt where they now continue um, uh, building the relationships with my with my contact list. Yep. And um, and basically they're calling and stating that hi. Andrew's asked me to give you a call. Uh, it's been a while since he last spoke with you, and he just wanted to you know let you know he hasn't forgotten about you, and just seeing if there's anything he can help you with. It. For that simple reason that if I'm not touching base with people, I don't want to spoil the relationships that I've created over the years.
0: Of course, of course, and you're still maintaining your personal brand, I guess, with that with that uh, with that type of contact method.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So. Um, it's It's been working well. Uh, do you get every listing? Unfortunately not. Um, there There is times where you will miss the listing, mainly because either, um, you know, I haven't kept up the relationship. Um, with that sort of contact, it's very hard to, to realistically deal with everyone. Yep. Um, but the second one is, uh, you know, when you're actually sitting in a listing presentation with someone, did you show them value? That's, I suppose, the... The, the big outcome, yeah. Because you know, there's a lot of agents in our area at this present moment um, that are that are charging between 1.1 and 1.8 percent. Right. And when you're dealing with agent that's three and a half percent, um, you know it's it, it it can get tough on occasions.
0: Well, I guess you just got to give plenty of evidence as to how you add value, and I'm sure you don't have any trouble doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me about uh, what what what's your favourite because you're obviously big on client care and client touch, what's your favourite method of keeping in touch?
1: My favourite method um, from putting community events on, I recently did an Easter egg hunt. So, uh, you know, our whole database is invited. Yep. Um, we put on a, a feast. We create a lot of competitions for children and prizes and things like that. So actually doing a lot of... Function work where I'm inviting the public whether it be movie nights at the local cinemas um, Whether it be doing an Easter egg hunt whether it be putting a uh, An investor night on uh, these these fun events um, Are definitely by far the the best form of contact and also um, just pop in drive-by visits where I'm in the street And I'll pop in and just say hello to people.
0: Yeah, yeah people within your network
1: of people within within my contact list, Yeah, you know, like, so if I'm in a street called Dora Street today and I know that, um, you know, Jake is living in Dora Street, I'm going to just pop in and say, hey, mate, i was just up the road, thought I'd touch base, say a quick hello, how's the family? And i only got a couple of minutes and, you know, have a great day. You know, like, it's, you know, it's going back to the, the good old days where, where people actually see you care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well... That's that's really all we've got is is our only method of connecting with people really is is our personality. It's not like, it's not like we've got a car or an iPhone or something to sell them. It's we're selling a service, so the service is you.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. And I and I train all the staff here to make sure that people know that it's not about just the business; it's about the care factor as well. And if it's not if it's not genuine, I'll read right through it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had Garth McCoskey on the show recently. Um, uh, Garth from Campbelltown, who's a who's another Harcourt's uh, business owner, a franchise a franchisee. Um, and the question I didn't get round to asking Garth because we had such a crappy phone connection. He was in his car, but um, that I wanted to ask him was the role as a business owner and a selling uh, a, a selling individual within a company. There is so much to do. There is so much responsibility. Um, is there something you'd do differently if you were starting again in as far as managing your time?
1: I, I look at a lot of offices that are in and let me go back one step further. I used to be a, food, uh, a franchise development manager for Harcourt's New South Wales. Right. So one of the offices that we did bring on was Garth's office and, you know, cracking office, cracking by there. Yep. Um, when you look at... What I was prior to it being that FDM role was a number one salesperson in the Blacktown District and number one for, for Harcourt's to New South Wales three years in a row. So um, I was definitely the, the primary producer for the office that I worked in and, and coming into and starting my own office. Um, obviously, um, you know, I need to put the runs on the board to have the income generated into the office. The only hard part with being a, an active lister. And, and a director at the same time too is, number one, uh, do people feel that you're too busy for them, to, for them to come and approach you? Yeah. And I and I try to encourage all my staff to see me um, if there is something on their minds. You know, yep. like for me, it, my staff are more important than the, the business coming in because at the end of the day, if I haven't got staff here to manage the rest of the operation, um, we can definitely go backwards. Yeah. Um, number two thing is is when you're recruiting salespeople, you know, do they look at you as a threat? And we're not talking about juniors coming into the ranks or, you know, you know, but the high-end uh, agents, people that are in similar shoes to myself, it can be a very, very hard task to to try to get them on board because they look at you as competition, yeah. not as healthy competition, but just as direct competition. So, um, that's the only challenging part, in my opinion. Um yes.
0: As far as as far as the um, working with your people and 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 training uh, and keeping them on their game and I don't know all of the stuff that goes with that, keeping people focused and um, you managing mm-hmm. that. Do you guys get together on a regular basis for any dedicated training, or you leave that to your sales meetings?
1: No, no, definitely. Uh, we have our sales meetings on Tuesdays. Um, I find that a, a sales meeting to be productive should be on a Tuesday where you followed up all your buyers from the Monday. You know what your outlook is moving forward through the week. You're getting the structure right. Yep. That's just my opinion. Yep. Um, and then on Friday mornings, we meet at 8 o'clock, and we have anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half training based on a topic in the office. Give um, me, give me an go. example yeah.
0: of, uh, of what one of your topics might be.
1: Oh, it could be, li- be listing presentations. It could be script and dialogue based on buyers. It could be whether it's, uh, you know, vendor management. We... I... I Going to everything
0: and anything. Okay, okay. I noticed looking at, and you've got a stack of uh, you got a stack of awesome listings here. I'm looking at your website right now, and if anybody wants to check out uh, Andrew's website, I suggest they do. Um, all you need to do is go to harcourts.com.au and uh, and and do a search for the Blacktown office, and and you'll find Andrew. Or put Andrew Chrysanthou, C H R Y S a-N-T-H-O-U, into a search, and uh, he will come up. Andrew Chrysanthou, uh, Harcourts, Blacktown, New South Wales. On your website, uh, sorry, that was a bit long-winded. On your website, Andrew, um, you've, you're offering a lot of property by auction. Is is most of what you, what you prefer to market by auction?
1: Uh, it's definitely my favourite uh, method of sale.
0: And um, what sort of a success rate do you guys have? Uh, our success
1: options. rate, our success rate at the moment is sitting at about ninety three point six percent.
0: Nice, nice. Just approximately.
1: Just approximately. <laughs> Gorgeous. Obviously, yeah. it can fluctuate, but uh, you know, this year it's been anywhere from eighty five to ninety three point six. I mean, ninety three point six is where we were sitting as of uh, two Saturdays ago, yeah. And then we had an option on Saturday, uh, which that also sold, so it shouldn't change.
0: No. Okay. What about um, vendor paid marketing? Uh, are all your properties to all of your owners make a contribution? Do you have a tailored one, or do you have a general package?
1: Uh, we have a we have three options, so it can range from thirteen hundred dollars through to two and a half thousand dollars, right? Um, plus auctioneer's fees, um, and then there's also tailor made packages as well.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Tell me about. Um, as far as attracting new listings do you, you you've obviously got a lot of momentum with with your open homes and and i guess that's one of the best uh prospecting methods you can have is when a when a neighbor sees you're selling you're actually there doing it and you're getting a result so you've probably do you have a system around your opens to uh to cater to that for for marketing etc
1: basically when a new listing comes in um we're quick to let the whole neighborhood know right. that it's on so so it, they're actually direct calls. So anyone that's in the database already will get a direct call stating that there's going to be an overwhelming amount of traffic in their street over coming weeks. Right. Now, obviously... Um, Almost like a courtesy call. That. Yeah, and we let them know that that's happening. We also let them know when other agents are listing properties in their street. Because what we've found is, is that uh, once one property lists, there's bound to be another one coming up fairly soon. Right. Right. Um, in the street or in just the surrounding street because they either get overwhelmed with the result um, or um, it's just a prompt pusher uh, if they've already been thinking of selling. Uh, so what we do is we make sure that we tell them all the results, whether they be our results or whether they be other agents' results. you know. And, and I've often done it where I've said, look, the one down the street ended up selling for $960,000. I'll go, oh, wow, that's an amazing result. Yeah, we thought so, too. You know, if you've been thinking of selling your own, yeah, we are, Andrew. Look, let me pop around and just... And that wasn't my sale, Yeah. let's say, for instance.
2: Yeah.
1: Right, but they don't know that. It's the conversation that you're having. So we're quick to let them know anything and everything. So when they think real estate, they think Andrew or they think Harcourts. Yep. Right? And that's what we've been really, really great at doing.
0: Excellent, excellent. What about recruiting um, team members onto the team? Do you have... Are you approached by, I guess you're approached by people, but are you proactively seeking uh, new team members? How does that work?
1: I'm always looking for for someone new and and people always say, I'm always looking for someone experienced or someone that's great. Look, can I tell you, I, I don't particularly look at one particular new recruiter. I look at anything and whatever's out on the table. I'll analyse it. And I, the first thing that I do is I'll look at them and go, would I list with that person? Yeah. And if my gut tells me I would, and they've got the right manner, the right approach, um, I give anyone an opportunity. I don't believe experience is is necessary.
0: Yeah, yeah. You ask that one single question: Would I list with this? Uh, would I list with this guy or this girl? And that um, that's going to tell you right there. I guess it's a pretty good it's a pretty good question to ask.
1: Yeah. So. Um, you know, I'm always looking for, for new people and always got a lot of people on the back burner. I mean, now our, our office is a certain size and now we're looking at acquiring another another office space, um, keeping where we currently are because we're in a, a, very, um, a very noticeable intersection. Right. Uh, so I, I will never leave from where I am. However, I'll always look at opening up a second office um, and we're trying to get an adjoining office at this present moment.
0: Cool, cool. What, um, what advice would you give to somebody who's, who's struggling at the moment, somebody who's, uh, who's looking to do better numbers and, um, you know, they're kind of spinning their wheels?
1: What advice would I give is there's, there's a lot to give. Um, a lot of people are looking for the listing today. Yep. And that's the biggest problem. The listing doesn't come today. And if it does come today, you get that needle in the haystack. With no relationship built, you're going to have a fee objective. Yeah. You know, there's gonna be there's gonna be issues where, uh, look, they're doing it for one percent and you're doing it for three and a half, right? Um, what I believe is what you do today is for tomorrow. Yes. Right. So, um, have it in your stride where you're working for tomorrow. The more people you speak with today, the more people you you get hold of, and the more people that you build relationships with every single day, is what's gonna allow the the momentum to build up. Yeah. And that's the advice that I can give. You know, everyone wants everything done yesterday. And that's what I found for everything. They want a result yesterday. Um, they're not thinking for tomorrow.
0: What, what was your inspiration? probably the wrong word. What was your motivation or where did you, what, what made you attract 4,000 contacts in the first three months? What, what sent you on that mission? Because uh, I find that really I'll, interesting. Because very, very few people, started. very few people bitch and complain that they don't have listings and they don't have contacts. But very few people get four thousand contacts. Very few people get get hundred contacts in their first in their first three or four months. Sorry, I interrupted.
1: Well, you, yeah. I don't know. What you've got to remember, a lot of them were people that I knew as well. Okay. Um, I've got a huge um, family in the Black Blacktown district um, where. I sat down with our priest and I said, listen, everyone that I do know, some people I don't even have, um, I don't even have their contact numbers, but they know me, they love me. And we just sat down and we just basically inputted a whole heap of contacts, just sitting down with my priest one one night. It was a night that I was selling his property too. You know, you know, it was one of those things where we sat down, we brainstormed and we looked at how we can make things bigger and better, uh, for myself. So, um, for me, it was all about people and that's what I did know. Getting into yeah. this industry, I'd spoken to a lot of people that prior to getting into real estate, being a food and beverage manager uh, in, a, in a five-star hotel, I quickly asked questions because if I was going to move away from that industry, it had to be rewarding um, as far as work style and ethic, but also as far as uh, monetary.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, so, for me, I sat down with some high end agents, Uh, at the time I used to serve a lot of them in the hospitality area uh, of Parramatta and um, you know I remember the Koori brothers and a few other people that used to come in for lunches, you know I saw them doing extremely well and I asked a whole heap of questions and they they nutted out some things that I needed to do right from the word go. Um, The other benefit was I came into an area where I did know the streets, the people, And people said to me, you're crazy, why wouldn't you go somewhere else? Why are you going to Blacktown? Blacktown is, um, you know, um, older homes and, you know, this, this and that. But when I did the research, I found that there was a lot of turnover in Blacktown. Yeah. Um, So how do I build the 4,000 contacts? I just basically door knocked and cold cord every day. And the one thing I did ask every single day was, look, yes, I believe that you're not looking to sell at the present moment. One day you will be, and I just want to keep you informed of what's going on in the area. Every three to six months, I'll send you a newsletter or a or what we call a CMA report, and I explain what that was with just outlining all the recent sales. And I think if you're going to give something to someone, right, they're going to want to take it, if, especially if it's for free.
0: Yeah, yeah, and especially if it's valuable information like that.
1: Um, the other thing I did do as well, I inherited someone, I think I inherited as probably about 500 contacts from someone that left the office as well. Right. Right, but I still had to call every single contact and get them to know who I was. So literally, I'd be on the phone from 9 o'clock in the morning through to. and the first three months, I didn't actually list anything. It was just meeting and greeting people.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so for the first three months, solidly, five days a week, um, all I did was say hello to people, um, put them on a database, put them on a trail, and on the Saturday, um, go out and assist salespeople that already have listings, cool. just to, to meet and see how they did things. Yeah. Um, so I didn't actually sit any listing presentations, it was about getting myself geared up. Um, and then my first month out of my own two feet, I listed seven properties within the first month.
0: Straight off your database.
1: Straight off the database.
0: Yep. What a good formula. Yeah. You're a locked-on user. They're a sponsor of the show, and full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a director with the company. Tell me, tell me what uh, – is there a feature – we're right on the eve of the new version coming out, which is a pretty exciting times for all of us, but is there a feature, Andrew, of the, of the software that, that you like that uh, is uh... – Ray,
1: yeah, it's probably a question you ask my staff members okay. or my assistants. <laughs> um, so oh, I knew you you'd worried. say that
0: as soon as the words came yeah. out of my mouth, so you're doing yeah, other uh, stuff. Uh...
1: I, I very rarely get onto the system. Either. I don't even know how to log on, to be honest. Okay. Um, when I need something, I ask Delara my assistant, or Andy, my assistant. Um, so Delara handles all the administration. Andy does a lot of the calling. Um, and basically, lists are given to me on people that I need to be calling. Nice. Uh, and once lists are given to me, I basically crunch through those lists Given back to Delara, Delara inputs everything into the into the system. So we've got um, we've got uh, notes there, and then also the the trails are ticked off. So we're moving forward to the next point of contact. So for me, I don't actually sit there in front of the computer. When you, I'm in on average three to four listing appointments a day. Wow. Right, and I call every single one a listing appointment, even if it's just a a generic price or a market appraisal. Yep. But on average, if I'm doing four a day. If I'm doing four a day, um, at least one to two of them are actually a full listing presentation.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and and an average listing presentation for me is two hours. In order for people to see value within what I do, what I charge, what I what we're all about, it's a two-hour presentation.
0: Yeah. Well. I'm interested in your opinion on this on this next question you're a you're a two million a year performer you're moving towards two hundred sales personally a, a year uh, you've been in real estate for I think you said this is your fifteenth year. can you see any any specific trends emerging what is our, what does our future look like in in this industry in this in this world that's changing so rapidly?
1: The biggest problem I see with this industry is everyone wants to be a part of the um, everyone wants to be part of the money making aspect of it, if right. that makes sense. Yep. So you've got companies like realestate.com domain and and the likes that are just starting to charge absurd prices. Yep. You've also got um, companies coming in now uh, wanting to hand out leads for you know a twenty percent referral fee, a lot stronger than what it's ever been. Um, so companies like True Local um, and all these other companies and. When I when I look at the expenses starting to come into the industry, um, and the drops agents are making to to, um, to secure listings, right? Um, I think there's going to be a big problem with a lot of agencies. I, I find that a lot of agencies are not going to have the affordability to keep running.
0: Yep, yep.
1: That's, that's definitely one aspect that I'm seeing. Um, as far as the industry itself, um, look, it's a cracking industry. Do you see companies like Coles and Woolies getting involved? That's one thing that I've, I've questioned within the last five years.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, they've started doing insurance work and they've started doing things like that. But as far as far as the industry itself, I don't think it can change too much because it's still based on personality.
0: Yeah. And if you're still holding those relationships, uh, and and if you're still top of mind and helping helping your people get results, and I guess illustrating how you're getting results, where else they're going to go?
1: that's that's the thing that this industry will be the the savior for for the good agents and for yep. the ones that actually do care because I think that aspect the personality aspect and the the relationship aspect um, that will keep growing uh, but it is going to get a little bit tougher with all the other measures that I've just come into yeah
0: yeah, I totally agree totally agree um, well. I'm going to let you go. I want to say a big thank you and congratulations on your personal success and the success of your business. Uh, I'd love to keep in touch and and thank you so much for your time.
1: Anytime, Ray.
0: Thanks so much, Andrew. Yeah,
1: but say thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.